welcome. You're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Tim Davidson. I appreciate all the feedback from episode 9 concerning uh, Girls Night Out. (laughs) And uh, I got some pretty funny responses. And as I figured as much, there were some responses that almost took offense to what I had to say and and let me just kind of point out that everything that I talk about some things are factual and some things are just opinion and for me personally when it comes to marriage that is the epitome of being a homebody when you're out and about, unless unless you're working or doing something business related, um, I'm a soul a soul believer that you're to be with your spouse when you're out and about. If you're out celebrating something, if you're out um, among friends, because. It's just another level of commitment that I find it to be very disrespectful when you're out and about with your fellow girls or your fellow guys, unless, unless your spouse is completely okay with it. And there are exceptions. There absolutely are exceptions where that is the case where there's an agreement where everything is talked about and I believe I hit on that on that particular episode it's like if there's an agreement that you have come to with your spouse that once a month or once a week whatever every once in a while that you guys are okay with each other going out meeting up with friends of the same sex and what have you then that's a different story that's a different story but for me personally that's something that I don't accept. By Frontier, and the, the video clip that I played in that particular episode, it's very evident that that husband didn't accept or approve of his wife going out late at night with a, a quote-unquote girls' night out. He didn't approve. You know, so I think there's there's a big majority of men who aren't okay with their wife's going out in a girls night out type type of situation there are exceptions introducing the all but new the men that i personally have talked to SUV, starting at just 30, i would say seven to eight out of ten the biggest thing of them ever didn't like that idea and they wanted their wife to be home with them if they were home it's another story if you were actually together if you're going out together that's that's one thing but to be okay with your wife getting dressed up a certain way to go out drinking and to a bar or club with uh, other women, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a reason why myself and other men don't like the sound of that. But with that said, I'm actually not going to get into any particular comments today because they all pretty much were about the same as far as hit and miss with some of some people saying that my husband is okay with that and 
there's others where they were saying, I agree with you. Um, yo, but again, there, there most certainly are exceptions. I can understand how some people would feel that there's nothing wrong with that if their spouse is okay with it. And it, yeah, more power to you. So, but moving right along now to episode 10. And for me personally, I want to talk about the most important characteristic or personality trait, if you will, that for a Christian person, specifically speaking, a godly person to have, and that is a high level of spirituality. So if you're a single person and you are seeking out a potential husband or wife, this is the number one thing that you should be looking for. If you if you are a person who put who puts God first and you have a very high daily spiritual life where you are consistently praying, you're consistently in God's word, and that's something that you should be looking for. That should be vital. That should be a deal breaker if a person doesn't have that. And this is something that I personally was able to see with my own eyes, how, how truly important it really is for a Christ follower, a godly man or woman, to seek in a potential partner is a person who is not necessarily equal, but close in same beliefs and being faith-based. And unfortunately for myself, I was able to see this with my own eyes and dating a, dating a woman who wasn't on my level, and I don't even mean that arrogantly, but a, a woman who wasn't where she, where I needed her to be in order for us to potentially make it for the long haul, in order for me to say I do at some point in time to this woman. That wasn't gonna happen. And this is something that is very, I just can't stress it enough. It's very important for anybody in particular. If you're single and you and you are a Christ follower, you have to have this at the forefront of things that you are looking for in a man or in a woman. This has to be at the absolute front because in a way, I felt like I wasted a year of my time. You know what? I take that back because you can always take a positive situation or excuse me, you could take a positive away from a negative situation or something that just didn't work out or something that you were disappointed with. You can always take something positive with it from that. And for me personally, coming from a one year relationship, I was able to clearly see how important being the godly man that I am, it was very evident that I absolutely, no exceptions, moving forward, when I'm looking at important qualities in a woman, she absolutely has to be a godly woman. She has to be a woman who is all about 
Christ Jesus. She has to be a woman who has a daily walk with the Lord. And if that's not the case, then we got nothing. We have nothing. And let me tell you why it's so important. Because eventually stuff is going to hit the fan. That's just life. Things are going to happen that we cannot control when it comes to life in general. That is just life. And when that happens, you have to be able to lean on something, whether that be a tragic loss, whether that be um, you're having issues with one another, whether you're on the brink of splitting, um, you lost a car, a house, a job, there's there's going to be things that rile you as a person. That's just the way it is. There's going to be things that happen that are out of your control, that is out of my control, that we cannot do anything about. Everything is in God's hands. There's nothing that's a surprise or a shock to him. So when those times happen, where somebody is laid up on their deathbed, somebody that's very near and dear and close to your heart, where it feels like you just are getting ready to go through a devastating loss that'll put you into and put you in a distraught state of mind. You have to have something that you can fall upon. And I know nothing better than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to lean upon. And so I was able to see in my last most serious relationship that the woman that I was with, she wasn't at that place. She was she could not meet me, if you will. In the middle, when it comes to walking on faith and walking out on faith. And it's almost like you're reaching out your arm. It's like you're you're reaching out your arm with your hand open and you're looking for that person to do the same while coming close to you and intersect your fingers to know that it's going to be all right, that we got this, we're going to get past this, we're going to get through this. And that was lacking. Not because I wanted to, I wanted it to, to, to lack, but from the other side, it's lacking. And that's what was unfortunate. It, it, it showed me a lot. It showed me a, a, a whole lot of how imperative and vital it has to be. That has to be numero uno as far as the things that I'm looking for in a woman, the things that you should be looking for in a woman if you are a Christ follower, if you are a person of faith. And there's no exceptions. And sometimes what can happen is we can get into this mode as people where we get so lonely, we get so tired of being alone that we end up settling for something that is that is beneath us. And again, I don't even mean that in an arrogant sort of way. I just mean that in the type of way to where you know what you need in a person. And this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. And, but because you're so lonely, you kind of brush that off 
the side, you know, for, for now. You're like, yeah, well, uh, I, I, and right now I'm just not even worried about that. I just, I just miss that companionship. I miss that warmth from another man or a woman. I miss that, that closeness. And then the next thing you know, everything is really good, right? Everything seems good, sounds good, feels good. And then a little time passes. And then some more time passes. And then, bam, you realize, whoa, there is a big void here. That is a must. That is an absolute must. And there's no if, ands, or buts about it. And when it comes to this right here, there is nothing more important. There is nothing bigger. And I learned a lot. And I'm here to share with everybody. As a man who is aspiring to be a husband someday. That cannot be missing. That cannot be something that I brush off. A second time. Now, granted, this is the other thing that people have to be very careful of when it comes to this, because people are very good at pretending to be something they're not. Because in the very beginning, you can have a tendency to be mesmerized by a person. And that could be just based off of their looks. That could be just off of off of uh, chemistry, intellect. Um, sense of humor, there can be a, a multitude of things that has you mesmerized about that person. And so in a way, you start counting the pros and the cons. And when those pros heavily outweigh those cons, you overlook something that is so important. So you can have a list of six, seven pros about a person that you really, really admire, adore, that you like, et cetera, et cetera. But these six things on, on the pro side, they only weigh about maybe a pound each. But those one or two cons on, on the con side, they weigh a ton a piece. And so the, the scale is flipped into the cons favor to where there's a glaring, huge, unavoidable red flag that you need to halt things right here, right now. And I encourage everybody, don't fall immediately for somebody's first impression charms or even second impression charms. It's very easy to kind of get lulled into like, oh man, this guy seems amazing or this girl seems so wonderful, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You can't do that. You can't be that person who just kind of starts daydreaming and fantasizing about what you guys could be. And you've only been seeing them for like two weeks and you're already thinking of honeymoons and, <laughs> and, and things of that nature and going on these road trips and stuff. So, Based off of my own personal experience, I remember clearly, just clear as day. And it's not just my most recent 
past relationship, but even ones before that, where somebody will almost pretend and, and, and fake like they enjoy something or they or there's a part of themselves that they take a lot of pride in when in reality, that's just not the case. It's like where it, it and sometimes it's not lying, but it's just exaggerating. Like I'll give you just something simpler, like, hey, you know, I enjoy basketball. I really enjoy basketball. And she's like, oh, man, me too. Or that's what he says. But in reality, only watches the basketball game maybe once or twice a year. Never really been to a game itself. Now, this is something that's more that that, that isn't a deal breaker per se. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be as uh, for most people. I'm pretty sure I can s- safely say that if you don't like a particular sport and the other person does, well, th- you're going to go separate ways then. It shouldn't be that serious. Well, I mean, we're, we're talking about something that is more crucial to your life, something that you need to have that is very important. Now, kids, that could be a deal breaker. Marriage, that could be a deal breaker. Um, career, that could be a deal breaker. Where you live, that could be a deal breaker. I mean, I'm just throwing random things out there. But again, everybody has to be careful when you first meet somebody to not get get lulled, lulled to sleep and start mesmerizing and daydreaming about said person. Don't find yourself doing that. You really have to stay alert and really stay locked into what is most important to you. And so it wasn't accurate for me to say that I regret my last relationship because it was just a learning. It was a learning experience. I was like, you have to be able to learn from losses and learn from things that you wish you could do over, things that you wish you could kind of have back or things that you wish could have missed you you have to be able to go on. So in closing, if you just so happen to be like me, which is a godly man or godly woman, you're a Christ follower, you're a faith-based person, that should be at the top of your list as far as things that uh, you, you require in a in a in a potential mate or spouse but that's going to bring things officially to a close and you guys can follow me on um twitter instagram my handle for instagram is babyface underscore 1182 twitter is td babyface 82 I'm also on Patreon. If you want to become a a partner of mine, just look me up by name, Tim Davidson on Patreon. And if you want to become a partner of mine, uh, I'll give give you a shout out on my show, uh, just $2 a month. And I'll give you a shout out uh, for any product or business that you may have. Or if you simply just want to show your love, you know, I'd appreciate that too. You know, and I will acknowledge you most certainly. So With that said, 
episode 11 coming to you next week. And the topic of said episode will be disingenuous people. So gives you guys something forward to look to.